Welcome back to the eighth episode of the State of Us podcast. I'm your host, Emerald Chemist Bateman. And I hope for those of us in the U.S., I hope you're having a great evening. And if you're listening to this tomorrow or in a week's time or whenever you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, I do believe we have some listenership from Japan and even the island of Jersey. Uh, Some of y'all in the U.K., Um, But, I mean, I do know the vast majority of the listenership is um, either in South Africa or in here in the United States. So today what we're going to be talking about is some common causes of issues sleeping, falling asleep, nightmares, bad quality sleep. I feel like this is definitely something that can even impact you when you're not having to go to work or school or be super productive like in this virus. I mean, I do go to work, um, but I know that my experience is quite unique in this time. A lot of you that are going to school right now or if you are if you were working before this, you definitely are probably not able to work right now unless you're in an essential business, which is pretty much just grocery stores, takeout, you know, pharmacies or healthcare. And I mean, props to all of the people working in healthcare at the moment. They have my utmost respect. But yeah, I mean, a lot of you are going to be staying up late and going to bed uh, at very unusual times because you have no schedule. Uh, at least many people do. So I think this might help you understand maybe, maybe why you're not feeling great, why you are not being super positive or you're not being as productive as you want it to be during this lockdown. A reminder again that these are going to be 10 that these are going to be 15 minute episodes and the ones with guests will be 30 minutes. So let's get right into it. So when I was a little boy and I went to my aunt and uncle's house my cousin told me that there was a wolf in their basement. And I don't know, this is just something that stuck with me for a really long time. This was one of my big my big nightmares. And it was really bad. I used to have to sleep with the light. I I mean, I slept in the same room with my little brother who I miss very much at the end for many years um, in the same room and I could not sleep in a room with by myself. I got very scared and I could not fall asleep. Another common one of my nightmares is living in South Africa, of course, it's not the safest country. So, uh, you know, you hear about people, you know, breaking into houses and sort of kidnapping kids and stuff. And that was always my worst fear. Not that they would necessarily steal our stuff or necessarily even hurt you, but that they would break into our house and smash through my window and then drag me out of my bed through my with all my covers on, and then hold me ransom for uh, for money or or whatever things they would want for my family. But it turns out that there could have been some steps that I that I could have done to solve that. So if you're having nightmares or also, just anxiety. I mean, you think of a nightmare as being something like a wolf or a, or a serial killer or something of that sort. 
But a nightmare can be uh, can be also worrying in your sleep. It can be a dream where you uh, get incredibly worried about specific things, or you wake up with a, a feeling of unease because oftentimes you don't even you don't even remember your dreams. They can just cause psychological impact in your mind without you even realizing. That's some deep stuff, guys. <laughs> you can be sleeping at night and then wake up with a feeling of unease and you don't even know why. But, I mean, you can do these things to to help with, with those traumas that you may or may not experience. So I did a little research, and it looks like nightmares are triggered by emotional issues in your life. So they're not always going to be directly related but there are a couple things that you can do in your life to prevent yourself from getting these so you can set a regular sleep schedule so this is a important thing during coronavirus not only for sleep but for all of the things that you do it should include enough sleep at night so you don't feel the urge to take an afternoon or evening nap or you feel tired uh in the in the last part of the day, because ultimately what happens then is you have this issue sleeping all, the whole way through the night. And then what's going to happen is your body's going to drift out of the deep sleep, the restful sleep on its way to waking up naturally, uh, if, if it's on that type of clock, but you might not wake up because it's, you know, four in the morning or it's two or three in the morning if you've been taking naps during the day. And then it opens your mind more to these, these restless thoughts that are caused by other parts of your life. The other thing, I've said it before on this podcast, cutting out alcohol and, uh, I mean, I don't smoke, but I read also cigarettes if you smoke. Late in the day, these things are going to contribute to that anxiety and the psychological problems that you're going to feel. And then just exercising during the day. We've all heard the the mantra of those of those fitness fanatics that say, you know, they don't need any, they don't need a drug, they don't need sugar, they just get off on exercising. It makes them so happy. And I mean, the science, I don't know. I guess it it confirms some of this, that it releases some serotonin or whatever chemical it may be. I did not do very well in chemistry in high school. But exercising is important. You're not meant to be sitting around in your, in your house staring at screens the whole day. And... Then, I mean, yeah, just the screen thing as well. Before falling asleep, try not to watch anything silent, uh, sorry, scary or violent. Turn that into one word, silent. That is what you should be watching. You should not be watching anything. <laughs> and try to read a book that is not too gripping. Or uh, I've often find even just have a conversation with someone that is uh, has a conclusion can make you feel settled. And, I mean, I don't profess to be a doctor or anything, but I thought that would include this. I mean, I was interested. I don't dream anymore. I haven't had a dream in years. So, it will be interesting 
for those of you that do have nightmares, if you can let me know if any of those things help, or maybe there's deeper causes that I'm not aware of. Next thing that I do have trouble with, and I have had trouble with many times in my life, insomnia. No, I'm not walking up and down the hall in my house, sleepwalking or, you know, waking up and doing weird things like it's portrayed in cartoons. But insomnia can be caused by psychiatric and medical conditions. These are unhealthy sleep habits, specific substances, or certain biological factors. And recently I've read that researchers have begun to think about insomnia as a problem of your brain being unable to stop being awake. So your brain has a sleep cycle and a wake cycle. When it's when one is turned off, like the other one gets turned on. And insomnia is basically kind of like your computer lagging. So you turn the button off and it just doesn't go off. It's screen's still blaring blue light all over your eyes. So what you can do to change that is you can either buy some uh, stylish-looking blue light-blocking glasses. Uh, hopefully one day I can get a sponsorship on the podcast, and then I'll tell you my preferred brand. Or you can do uh, some other things that we'll talk about. So the medical causes of insomnia are basically... They exist, well, not the causes, but you can you can tell whether it's insomnia or if you just couldn't sleep one night. So insomnia would be a pattern of this. Uh, these are a couple of the, the conditions and symptoms that uh, can lead you to believe that you have insomnia and seek treatment. So nasal and sinus allergies. I mean, you can't, often there's a horrible feeling when you are trying to sleep and you feel like if you go to sleep, you'll you'll suffocate because your nose is too blocked. I've had that a couple times before, and it's it's scary. You can't fall asleep. Then some other common things like arthritis; those are going to cause you p- too much pain, uh, so you can't go to sleep. And Parkinson's. I don't think too many of our listeners on this podcast have Parkinson's disease, but if you have a grandparent or a elderly relative. That can be a cause of insomnia. And other other types of chronic pain and lower back pain, as well as asthma, because, again, the breathing is, is essential when you're sleeping because I don't remember much of the biological points on this, but I do remember learning in school that you have these uh, different nervous systems. You have the, I, I think there's a, I can't remember what they're called. It's like an autonomic nervous system and then the reactive or there was so many different things we had to learn but essentially there's a certain part of your nervous system that's located in your uh, I think it's in your medulla oblongata in your brain I could be wrong I stand corrected um, but it will control your uh, bodily reactions well your breathing you control automatically when you're awake even but it's even more subconscious when you're asleep and if you have issues breathing that can cause issues with you falling asleep um <laughs> medications that you take for many of these things such as high blood pressure colds and nasal allergies heart disease and uh even birth control can cause insomnia actually um 
So essentially, it seems that whenever you mess with all of the stuff in your brain, then like when you mess with your hormones and stuff, it causes issues. So obviously, heavy metals, nicotine, alcohol, caffeine, these are all, I mean, caffeine, any, any person could have told you that these things would be bad. But there's many different uh, treatments depending on the severity of it. I have heard that milk and dairy products before going to sleep uh, contain certain hormones that will that make you sleepy. But for some people, this is a this is a terrible this is a terrible thing because you feel like you're always tired but you can't sleep. Um, so hopefully you've learned a little bit more about that today. But and generally for everyone who would like to sleep. So unless you're Mark Zuckerberg and you indeed are not a human being, this will be very helpful to you. So there's, uh, I've got, I've written down uh, 10 different tips that I've gathered on the internet while I was researching this episode. And I don't know uh, why I chose this specific episode, but it was something that popped into my head and, uh, I think these can be helpful. I certainly found them quite interesting. So, obviously, number one, as I've said time and time again, is the bright light exposure during the day. So you don't want to. You're you're the remember the bright light that used to be the only bright light was the sun. So, unless even a fire wasn't that bright. So, your body is it has a natural timekeeping clock known as your circadian rhythm. So this runs everything, your body, your brain, your hormones, and telling your body when it's time to sleep. So if you're blasting your eyes with all of this blue right, and uh, even not blue right, <laughs> blue right, blue light, um, or even just bright light, it can trick your body into thinking that it's still daytime. And this is fundamentally what is uh, jet lag. So you're basically putting your body through jet lag when you're not even moving time zones. And a study found that two hours of bright light exposure during the day increased the amount of sleep by two hours and sleep efficiency by 80%. So in other words, as we've talked about before, get outside because when it is daytime, you need to, you need to make your body understand that. So if you sit inside the whole day, it, it just thinks it's kind of five in the morning the whole day, you know, just sunrise, uh, it's barely getting light if you're just sitting inside of your house because you don't have those bright lights on during the day. So less less bright light at night, more bright light in the day, preferably outside, and that will be pretty good to help you get to sleep quicker and to sleep better ultimately than... Uh, Obviously, don't consume caffeine late in the day, even if you're a gamer. I do understand that you all f fundamentally exist on a different time schedule, that you sleep uh, <laughs> well while the rest of us are uh, out doing our business. And uh, many people will have fallen into that camp more since the onset of coronavirus. But... Another one, uh, reduce your uh, irregular long daytime naps. Pretty self-explanatory. 
try to sleep and wake at consistent times because it, again, gets that circadian rhythm running a lot better. Another one, you can take a melatonin supplement. So this is the one I was looking for. Melatonin is a key sleep hormone that tells your brain when it's time to relax and head to bed. So this is not the same. This isn't really as bad for you as uh, sleeping pills, uh, the more pharmaceutical kind. If you just get some of this melatonin supplement, that can certainly help you, as well as some other supplements. Obviously, don't take anything you hear uh, on this podcast as medical advice. little disclaimer there. Um, alcohol, it, it, inclu- it increases the, the symptoms of uh, sleep apnea, snoring, and disrupted sleep patterns. Uh, anybody who's ever come back from a night out will know that it is indeed not the best night of sleep. Uh, you can optimize your bedroom environment. So sleeping in a room with a bunch of distractions and, and artificial lights and alarm clocks and all sorts of busy atmosphere is certainly going to prevent you from falling asleep. And last but not least, I found this quite interesting. Um, not only is it difficult to fall asleep in hot locations, um, it can be also very difficult to fall asleep even if you have clothes and stuff on and you're sufficiently warm in that regard, if the temperature is not right. So... They found that people that claim to have sleep disturbances, uh, when they change, when they set their t- room temperature to seven degrees Fahrenheit, seventy degrees Fahrenheit, which is about uh, twenty degrees Celsius for uh, the people outside of the U.S., and this is uh, a great, a great temperature to sleep in. Many people do enjoy sleeping in different uh, temperatures, but seventy degrees or twenty degrees Celsius—that is ultimately the best. And the last one, don't eat late in the evening. Um, I think it's because your digestive system takes up a lot of energy and sort of processing power. If you were to think about your body as like a computer and you don't want that running while you're trying to fall asleep. It also gives you energy if you eat a a high carb meal before you need to go to bed, which is going to keep you up ultimately. So I hope you guys found some of that useful. I realized I'm running about a minute over time, but we'll give we'll give myself a break. <laughs> so I hope that these new formats are working, and I hope that y'all are paying attention to my Instagram story the day before the podcast is set to air for the topic. And if it sounds interesting, then I would really love for you to tune in, as well as if you're not following me on Instagram, then make sure to follow my handle it's uh e-m-x-r-i-l and follow me on all the other uh, social medias on twitter if you're the the 40 year old uncle of one of my listeners then then please follow me there don't post very often but i think that'll be it for this episode thank you for tuning in we'll be back on sunday and i may have a special guest or i might just be going it alone but I'm definitely going to be talking about uh, some of my personal music taste uh, either way. So if you're interested to hear about my very broad music taste and sort of how I came to listen to the music that I do, if you do know me and you'd be interested to hear, please tune in on Sunday or Monday if you're outside, if you're not in this time zone. So that will, that will be all for me tonight. 
And I hope you guys have a great rest of the week and a great Friday and Saturday, even if that's no different from the rest of the days now. So uh, cheers for me.